Should non-trans Christians use a trans person's pronouns in chosen name? Today is Thursday, September 30th, and let's find out together how we build relationships with others to point them to a relationship with Jesus. Jason touched on this a little bit during our conversation last Sunday, but I wanted to go a little deeper on this question because it's becoming a, a part of our daily lives and our culture. As Christians, should we use a trans person's preferred pronouns and name when we engage in relationship with them? This is really a complex question, and so I'm going to lean heavy on Dr. Preston Sprinkle and his book, Embodied, to talk about um, these things and wrestle with it. So pronouns can be really important to another person. So if we want to live in love like Jesus, we really need to kind of think through this question and seek to understand and honor others on both sides of this question. So what are some reasons that people are against using pronouns trans people identify with? One, some people feel that using pronouns that don't match with a person's biological sex is lying. Christians want to be loving, but not at the expense of being untruthful, because ultimately lying to people isn't a good way to love people. Two, some people feel that using a trans person's pronouns would be giving into an unbiblical and destructive ideology. If we use untruthful language of a destructive ideology, then we are essentially giving into that ideology and agreeing with them. And then third, some people believe that if we refer to a male as a she or vice versa, we're encouraging their delusion and actually harming that person rather than loving them and helping them. You know, we don't want to encourage or reinforce them uh, in ways that help them ignore reality. Instead, we need to help them recognize the truth. So some Christians who feel this way may concede to actually using a person's preferred name but they may not give in on using their prefer preferred pronouns because that's, that's lying. Now on the other side of the question, what are the reasons Christians should use a person's preferred name or preferred name or pronouns or display what's called pronoun hospitality? A pronoun hospitality just means using pronouns to show respect to a person without actually sharing all the beliefs that a trans person has about themselves. People who believe in showing pronoun hospitality argue that language is flexible and it changes over time. The meaning of words is partly determined by culture and in today's culture, pronoun usage now includes gender identity, not just biological sex. So language is used according to the social flexibility that language has always had. A second reason is that the meaning of words also changes from culture to culture. Therefore, language is a shared social space where people from different worldviews can come together. So in order to connect with people with different views about sexuality, we're using common language to build relationships with them. And then third, others feel that using preferred pronouns just communicates respect, not necessarily agreement, and is usually necessary to establish relationships with people. You know, it's really hard to begin a relationship with someone if that person refuses to acknowledge how you want to be addressed. So using preferred, pronoun, preferred pronouns is a basic act of courtesy and respect that's necessary for continuing that relationship. 
Now, arguments and reasoning for both sides of this question are legitimate. And there are some additional concerns that are going on with language that are becoming destructive, like losing your job or having your children removed from the home because you're not using preferred pronouns. You know, real ideological battles are happening in our, in our culture and in our world right now. And as Christians, we must find ways to navigate these battles where we hold fast to God's truth while also loving people well with God's kindness and grace. And as we said on Sunday, how you navigate language will probably depend on what kind of relationship you have, with whom, and in what context. So in Paul's writings to Timothy, he had a lot of wise advice about how to navigate difficult situations and interactions with people. So here's a piece of advice from Paul from 2 Timothy 2, 23 verse, through verse 25. He said, Again I say, don't get involved in foolish, ignorant arguments that only start fights. A servant of the Lord must not quarrel, but must be kind to everyone, be able to teach, and be patient with difficult people. Gently instruct those who oppose truth. Perhaps God will change people's hearts and they will learn the truth. So for application to our conversation about preferred pronouns, consider this. How can you avoid getting involved in foolish and ignorant arguments over pronouns that will lead to fights? How can you compromise with that will mutually honor both sides? Another is, are you being kind and respectful to the other person and how you address them? Another question, do you have the kind of relationship where you can teach and gently instruct? Or should you do more relationship building? Consider your context. And then another thing to think about is, are you being patient? You know, change takes work of the Holy Spirit and that takes time. So think of your own brokenness. Do you want others to expect instant change in you? Or would you want them to be patient with you and offer you grace? Are you trying to take over the Holy Spirit's work in that person's life? Trying to change hearts and by forcing compliance to your expectations and truth. And remember Romans 2.4, the kindness of God leads to repentance, to turning from sin. Do your work of showing God's kindness and let the Holy Spirit do his work of turning people from their sin and brokenness.